All right, let's get to the image printing hotline. We're standing by, Alex, we talked about it. I don't know if there's one ever that's ever done it. This was greater. Um, and as a personal hero of mine, and one of my favorite baseball players of all time is joining us right now. On the image printing hotline, we have the wizard, Ozzy Smith. Ozzy, how are you this morning? I'm doing great. How are you guys? We are terrific. I mean, this is, this is, I've been doing radio probably, I think it's going on 16 years now, and this is probably the most excited about having a guest I've ever had, and uh, it's just it's just an honor to even get to talk to you, and it's an honor to have you here in the upstate playing golf at the BMW Charity Program again this year. Thank you so much. It's always great. The hospitality and everything's been great. I think this is my fifth or sixth year, and it gets better every year, and uh, I always look forward to this time of the year. Uh, Ozzy Smith joining us on the Image Printing Hotline. Ozzy, we got to go back and talk about um, some of the great times. And, of course, uh, you've been retired for quite a while now, but growing up as, as a kid in the 80s and 90s, I remember turning on the TV and watching you. And uh, Talk about some of, some of your fondest memories. What, is, what do you think one of your, your best memory of playing in Major League Baseball is? Well, you know, uh, first of all, having the opportunity to play for 19 years, uh, was a real blessing and um, you know I, I felt that you know the trade that was made in 1981 in the winter of 1981 uh, myself or Gary Templeton I think was kind of the turning point for me in my life and because it was at that point that uh, I was being given the opportunity to experience postseason play and, and, and what winning was all about you know so um, going over to St. Louis and spending the last 15 years there uh, was really where I think I, you know, I, I made progress as an as an offensive player because notably coming in I was a defensive player and in 1985 um, I met a guy by the name of Mackie Shieldstone who took Michael Spinks from a light heavy to a heavyweight as a trainer and um, after meeting with him and uh, working with weight training and um, learning to eat better, uh, things kind of changed for him. In 1985, I hit a home run in the playoff against the Dodgers that gave us the opportunity to go back to Los Angeles where Jack Clark ended up hitting a home run that sent us to the World Series. Um, that certainly was a highlight, and I think it might have been the the, uh, the point where people started looking at Ozzie Smith as much more than just a defensive player. It was always my goal to be as well-rounded a player as I could possibly be, and um, you know, I, let me say this. I, I think that for players our generation, uh, our goal was to be well-rounded players. Um, I think that today you could be a one-dimensional player and still be very successful in baseball, but our goal back in the day was to be as well-rounded as we possibly could be, and that means playing on the offensive side and the defensive side of the, the, the baseball. Ozzy, uh, this is Alex here. First of all, huge fan of yours. You were my favorite player growing up. I, I played shortstop. I became a switch hitter. Uh, a lot of that had to do with watching you play. Y you talk a little bit about the difference of when you played in today's game. You played on those Cardinals teams in the 80s. You guys, defense and speed. You had Vince Coleman. You had yourself. You had Willie McGee. Uh, you know, you guys were great defensively. You had all that speed at the top of the lineup. Do you think a team like that could have success in today's game that is kind of so predicated on, on strikeout pitchers and then hitting home runs? Well, you know, that question comes up a lot. And, and I think the question is more, could they have played with us? You know, <laughs> one thing 
one thing that I think is a constant, speed is a constant. And um, to be able to put pressure on a defense, if you build a team from an offensive standpoint, you probably got a couple guys standing around out there saying, please don't hit it to me. And so you have, to be successful, you have to be able to take advantage of that. And that, that means being able to put the ball in play and keep the ball in play. And when you have good overall team speed, as we did, there is always pressure on the defense to make the play. And we played against some pretty good um, uh, Met teams, some Philly teams that were probably better offensively, but they weren't as good defensively. And I think that that's where our edge was. If we could pitch and keep the ball in the ballpark um, with our overall team speed and our ability to catch and throw it, we all we felt we always had a chance. And we were teams that didn't beat ourselves. And, uh, you know, that was one of the things that Whitey Herzog as a manager preached. You know, don't beat yourselves and catch it and throw it. And we know that in today's game or yesterday's game, uh, if you catch it, throw it, hit it, and run better than the opposition, you got a better chance to win. Ozzie Smith joins us on the Image Printing Hotline here on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Um, Ozzie, I, when I only got to see you play in person one time, uh, y'all played, and I'm sure you probably don't remember this, it was a spring game in April of 92. Y'all played in Greenville here in the upstate of South Carolina, and you actually came over and, uh, and talked to our family because you hit a ball that came into the stands and hit my little cousin, and uh, he cried a little bit, but he's okay yeah, now. Yeah, he is okay. Um, but, yeah, he's good now. He's good now. Uh, you came over, and that's, that's the thing that most people remember about you as a player. It's just not only were you a great player, you were a great person, and, um, and, and you, you took time to, with your fans all the time. And, Ozzy, we, we, all the fans around baseball appreciate that. And, um, and you know, you're one of the greatest to ever, to ever do it. And you got elected uh, to the Hall of Fame. Let's talk a little bit about that. What was your thoughts um, when, you got, when you got the notification, when you were found out that you were elected to the baseball? Well, first of all, you know, when you're growing up, you know, sometimes I hear people say, well, yeah, I I thought about making the Hall of Fame. That was never a thought of mine, you know, because when I was growing up in Southern California, I, there were, there were people that I I watched. I watched Henry Aaron. I watched Roberto Clemente. I watched Don Drysdale, uh, Sandy Koufax, and all those people. And you never, you know, how can you ever put yourself in the same uh, sentence as those guys? Because those were the elites of the game. And so the day that I got elected into the Hall of Fame, I'm standing up there at the podium, and it was so surreal because I look back, and there were all of the heroes that that I had growing up. You know, there was uh, Willie McCovey. There was Willie Mays. There was Bob Gibson. There was Lou Brock. There was Sandy Koufax. There were uh, all of the people that were a part of, my life growing up, admiring and and loving the game, that now I could be considered one of them, certainly not at that level, but certainly um, in the same company as those people. And that was very surreal for me. Um, You know, I was a player that went out to play and do my job every day to the best of my ability, and it's the thing that I leave young kids with, that there's no, you have no chance for success without some blood, some sweat, and some tears. If you're not willing to put forth the blood, the sweat, and the tears, then, you know, um, uh, you're you're probably not going to get the most uh, out of your talent, you know. So uh, it's making that commitment at a young age and not being that kid that parents have to tell if it's something you love doing. Your parents shouldn't have to tell you you should be working on your craft. 
Well, Ozzy, uh, I know you had you know that long illustrious career. You spent all that time in St. Louis. I know you played with and against some other Hall of Fame type players. Is is there a pitcher you faced back in your playing days that that you just lost sleep at, at night over? Somebody you were worried about facing the next day, or somebody that just that just had your number? Who's one of the better pitchers that that you ever faced back in your day? Well, let me let me say this here. I, as I said earlier, I came in notably as a defensive player, and my defensive prowess allowed me to remain at the big league level to learn the art of hitting. And I had to learn the art of hitting against Nolan Ryan, Fergie Jenkins, Tom <laughs> Seaver, Steve Carlton. Yeah, there were a lot of sleepless nights, you know, because they weren't just guys out there throwing. You know, I think that when you get guys who just throw hard. There's not a whole lot of thinking to it. It's about reacting. But when you have guys who can move it up and down, in and out, change speeds, you know, that's what pitching is all about. And, uh, you know, it, was, it wasn't it was easy. But, you know, when I finished, I finished up with 2,460 hits. For a kid who was notably a defensive player to, to get 2,400, almost 2,500 hits and um, have my defensive prowess, um, be such that it would allow me to make it into the Hall of Fame, to me was, you know, that was very gratifying to me, you know, because it meant that I, I made the commitment that I had to make to make myself better. Um, <clears throat> I was never afraid of that challenge, and I was able to accomplish that over 19 years. And when I look back over the 19-year career that I had, uh, each and every day that I played, I asked myself, did I do the very best that I could do that day? And that didn't mean that I won that day, but it meant that I, I could sleep at night because I didn't take anything for granted, and I know that I didn't cheat the people who paid their money to come see me play. And one of the greatest things in the world or greatest accomplishment that I can be paid today is for when people come up to me and say, you know, I wasn't a Cardinal fan, but I was an Ozzie Smith fan. Uh, that's a great accomplishment. Mm-hmm. And, and it's nice to be able to um, have an impact uh, that way. I, I was very blessed to have been able to to, to touch people's lives in that way because I know that I played a game that creates memories, memories that last a lifetime, and, and I was blessed, very blessed to have had that opportunity. And, Ozzy, I just want to throw out, you, you were my favorite player growing up, and I was a Dodgers fan, and one of your fondest memories, of course, hitting the home run against the Dodgers. Yeah. Uh, but you, <laughs> but still... You you were the guy that that I you know I was I was a smaller guy and I was an infielder and when when my father was like you want to learn to play shortstop, he put on Ozzie Smith videos and 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 that's the way the game should be played and I just wanted to pay you that compliment that uh, I grew up wanting to be you and just you played the game the right way and uh, and my son's three and he'll get to see plenty of Ozzie Smith videos on YouTube now. All right, all right, send him to YouTube. <laughs> Ozzy, we appreciate it. Hey, you're in the middle of Braves country out here. Um, and we had a caller want me to ask you this. <laughs> we, we had somebody want me to ask you this question. Do you think Dale Murphy should be in the Hall of Fame? Uh, you know, that it just passed through my mind here a second ago. And he's one of those people that, you know, when you when we talk about committees and, and once they could, guys come off the ballot, guys that probably deserve a second look, Dale Murphy is certainly one of those guys because Dale Murphy, if I remember three-time MVP and was always one of the most feared hitters in that Braves lineup. And uh, I can remember some of the battles that we had, and uh, I think that Dale Murphy certainly deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. 
Absolutely. Alzi, we appreciate it. Thanks for being such a good sport and coming on with us. Hit it well today. Hope you win it. I know uh, we talked to David Wells yesterday. He was rubbing in that hole in one he hit last year to beat you. Uh, yeah. So we hope you win it this year. <laughs> We're pulling for you, buddy. All right. Thank you guys so much. Have a great day. Thank you. That's Ozzy Smith, ladies and gentlemen. The GOAT. Well, the GOAT. I can retire I think, a I think, happy man I now. I think our career has peaked. And, uh, That's says- it.